this week, Martin Luther King has a dream to not be gawked at by losers playing Fortnite, and a burial ground will get an all-new haunting opportunity. You're listening to The Fake Outrage Report. Hello and welcome to another edition of The Fake Outrage Report. I am the very hungover Phil Causey, and with me... As always is the much more diligent and not hungover Sandeep Sen. Uh, that's right. I controlled my drinking yesterday. Uh, I drank in moderation. As one should. Uh, and Phil did not. Phil had Golden Monkeys. Yes. Uh, this Golden Monkey is... is a beer and has like 10% alcohol. Yeah, this oh. show is not brought to you by them. But if you're looking to get drunk on the cheap... <laughs> Golden Monkey. No, that's our new sponsor. Victory, Victory Brewing does not sponsor this show. But if you want to get drunk... Drink victory. You know, all the successful podcasts have sponsors. Can't we just say we're sponsored? I think um, that's how you get sued. Uh, I'm not. You think they would actually sure. sue people for giving you free publicity? They're like, no, you, you mentioning our product is actually hurting our image. Well, you know, it's one of those things where maybe they don't want to be associated with fucking, uh, you know, jackasses in New York City who are just single guys who complain about other people's outrage. And then we'd get fired, and then then we'd have to uh, go on ZipRecruiter.com to yeah. get a new job. <laughs> There, uh, there, fake there. Outreach Report is fake sponsored by ZipRecruiter. That's right. And it used to be uh, sponsored by Saks Underwear, but now it's fake sponsored by Hanes because there's a cheaper version if you want to get your balls off your leg. That's a different conversation that we really don't need to bring our audience in on. But anyway, that's what I'm rocking in the underwear department. Sandeep, I'm, I'm excited today because um, I have a. we usually record these on weekends. And the way we usually do this is that I have a day job that requires a very odd work schedule. So I usually have to come here, do a recording in the morning on Sunday, and then rush to work and go work an eight-hour shift. Yeah, but Phil today, is an escort, and yes. he has to go to evening hours to accompany um, yeah. rich uh, maidens, uh, I don't know, widowers, to their art uh, galleries. There's a lot of uh, money on the Upper East Side to be made for lonely, divorced uh, uh former housewives okay that's all we're saying but yeah no i'm excited i have a real sunday off this week which for me is rare i get to just hang out absorb those brooklyn weekend vibes that we got going on here in lovely williamsburg brooklyn and so i'm I'm just chilling i'm I'm in a very good mental place right now because of that and various other things (laughs) all right well as a psychiatrist i'm glad you're in a mental good mental place yes that's what i like to hear yeah and the people who get outraged at the shit in the show are not in a good mental place they stare computer screens too much we're gonna get to that in a minute but as always let's take a minute and meet our guest i am very excited about this guy because i've known this motherfucker for what would you say seven years seven you know me as long as i've been doing comedy yeah yeah no because we used we used to do open mics together in the hood <laughs> <laughs> like that is an actual thing Avery mason's on the show with us today uh Talk about your 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 journey because you're kind of one of these guys who you started out doing stand up and some other stuff, and then you you veered out to different creative ventures, and now you're back doing stand up. So I, I I do want to talk about this. Yeah, I, yeah, I never stopped doing stand up, man. It just mm-hmm. uh, you know you don't make a lot of money doing stand up, <laughs> and um, that's the truth. I was trying to find a way to make some extra money, and I don't. You guys may not know her, but uh, Jessica Stern. Yeah, uh, you know Jessica. You know Jessica Stern. She was a comic here, and then she actually moved to Tampa. She's in Tampa now, uh, killing it. But uh, she was telling me about uh, this something, this background acting thing. You know, you do do a couple of shows, meet some people, eat some food. I was sold on the food part, but then <laughs> she was like, you food? Get, "I just got to stand there." Yeah, I yeah. get to eat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she was like, "They pay you too," and I was like, "Cool." So I got into it, and I started you know, booking more roles, and yeah, that kind of led me. To power and 
others. Yeah, and you eventually went from background stuff to getting speaking roles, and that's yeah. where the real money is in terms of acting. Yeah. And that got you your following a little bit, and mm -hmm. then you're, I mean, I, I've definitely, I've seen your stand-up progress from you and I doing open mics in the hood to now you're yeah. up there fucking at the club is just crushing in front of 200 people and shit, you know? He, he's heard, Sandy, he's heard my my uh, my uh, counter-humping humor. That I was, in the beginning, I was talking about, you know, raping Ikea tables and whatnot, you know? Oh, I don't yeah. Do those I mean, they're asking for it. You know, <laughs> they they come all nude. They're yeah, barely clad. That upholstery, you know? the way that that chair was wearing it. Well, I mean, there's a lot clearly. of instructions telling you to put like sticks inside, um, you know, the female ends and twisting it and stuff. That's right. They're asking for it. Yeah. Get yeah, the you, Allen key. And yeah. Turn, you know. <laughs> I mean, you give somebody six pages of directions in the wrong language. What do you expect is going to happen to that furniture? And, yeah. Those are the kind of jokes I was doing in the beginning. But yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we all had some weird fucking. Yeah, I definitely when I first started had a lot of. I still talk about humping. Do you still do you, do you do you no? You know what? You're not. I mean, you you are a black guy, but you're not like a, a stereotype stool humper comic at all. Really? Nah. You know what's funny? Also, tried doing that kind of deaf comedy jam stuff <laughs> when I started. <laughs> And people, I, did, I saw you do some of that stuff. It, I remember it was bad because nobody <laughs> believed it. Like you could tell when somebody's really like that, and when you're just like, "Man, he must be a really good actor," because I don't think he talks like that. White people be doing this. <laughs> like, just, nobody no. bought it for me. <laughs> no, it's it's true. And Avery also did some like 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 Africa black levels of uh, of comedy back then. But no, I know you're, that's not your thing. But So what do you know? You, you, power was your big thing. Anything else yeah. coming up? When's the next Wait, what's TV power? show? What's power? Oh, boy. He's, uh, he's, 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 he don't have time to do it because you have a really good day job. Um, power is a show created by 50 Cent. We're slackers, dude. I, <laughs> I watch a lot of TV, and I bet you do too, Phil. I don't actually watch a ton of TV. I watch, um, I honestly, my free time, if I'm... I'm either working out or playing video games. I, I watch a lot of sports, okay. but I don't watch a lot of like scripted drama. I, okay. I always Obviously mean to. In the wintertime when there's less comedy and cuffing less season. shit going cuffing on. Season. Yeah, during cuffing season, yeah. if I don't have anybody to cuff with, which is most years, mm -hmm. uh, I do watch a lot of... That's when I watch scripted dramas, January oh, through March. So, dude, Power is a show made by 50 Cent. I was on a four season. I played a character called Black Grimace. Oh, and, shit. Okay. Yeah, oh, was, yeah, no. That's, oh, we had to explain to our audience. Yeah, because some, some of them really... Like power, let me let me go check. I mean, I paid kind ed this month. I don't. <laughs> well, in your defense, Sunday, if that show, and I, I don't mean to. No, I know what power is. I meant for our audience. Explain oh, okay. For the audience, uh -huh. what power? Uh -huh. is. Yeah. I totally. I, I I've watched all five seasons of he, Power. Y'all can't see it right now, but said Deep's wearing a Power T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got. No, a, he's I got love a, that episode. You know, season three, that arc with Fifty Cent. Yeah, um, Fifty Cent. He's got a Fifty Cent tramp uh, stamp. He got, that, he got that tenth. He got shot a tenth time, and it was crazy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that show is. Uh, it, uh, it's black. It's a black show. We will say that, uh, and it is funny because I sometimes. On stage, you'll you'll reference it, and usually it's the black half of the room that cheers, and other people react the way Sandeep just did with like, "What's power?" <laughs> but no, it it is pretty fucking funny. So so so, is there anything coming up after Power? Or you know what's crazy about Power? Like now, it feel it's becoming more universal. Like there's a lot more people of different colors that come mm -hmm. up to me, like from England. Last night there were some folks from Texas who surprised the hell out of me. They're like, ah. I was like, who watches Power? This white lady was like, I do. And I was like, I knew who you were. And I was like, really? Wow. Letting the flannel of the cowboy hats into 50 Cent. Okay, didn't yeah. see that one coming. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's at home, like, watching stuff because of the COVID. So um, 
I just been auditioning. You know, we're just kind of things are kind of opening up now. Mm-hmm. It's not back to normal 100%. But uh, you know, I'm just I'm just out here slinging auditions when I get them and uh telling my jokes, trying to get up yeah, stages. awesome, and I, I hope you do get something. So, but yeah, every Mason on power. And so, speaking of black people stuff, we ha- my topic is a black people thing. Uh, Sandy, isn't yours too? Yes. I swear we didn't do this All to you right. intentionally. These are just stories that came up, and I'm like, well, this will work good because we'll have an opinion on the show that fucking matters instead of just my <laughs> straight white male opinion on here. Um, we need more of those. We don't have enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Take not, a look at Texas. Not, not <laughs> enough white guys in comedy. Going on down there. <laughs> All white male opinions. You women should wait. If you can't do it in six weeks, you got to keep it, even if it's incest or rape. <laughs> yeah, Texas is, is an odd... crazy law. ...and an odd place. <laughs> def- it's weird that they get so much say in things, but anyway, that's not what this is about. Yes, go ahead. This is about... Sorry. Uh, M- oh, you know what? Hold on. Before we start that, I did want to talk about your other project. You do a podcast called IDK, though. Uh, yes, uh, Phil is showing his absolute whiteness. It's but I don't know though. But <laughs> you know how you say. Well, no, no, no. I know. What, I, I know what the acronym means. But yeah. on your thing, I see you promoing it. It it's, it literally says IDK. Yeah, that's yeah, that's just yeah. Like you said, I don't know though. If someone's gonna find it, they would type in IDK. Yeah, though, but right? IDK though. Yeah, they wouldn't right. type in I don't know. They okay. In I, I, I thought acronym. you would just be like, okay, don't be like that. I don't know though. Like no, no, IDK, IDK, IDK. Yes, and you do it with know. Phil Hunt, another Phil. Phil's a very biracial name. I want to say that. I know an equal amount of white and black. It's a very films. woke name. It is very woke. No, <laughs> Phil Bring Hunt. us everyone together. I, I did a, one of my favorite shows of all time with Phil Hunt years ago. We did a Halloween roast battle where I dressed up as white privilege and he dressed up as uh, the Black Panther Party. And we both slung 12 of the most racist jokes back and forth you'll ever hear in your life. And it was fucking, it was pretty goddamn funny. But anyway. I, I wish they, I could see that, man. <laughs> oh, there, there's, there's a video. I'll it's find on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There, there's absolutely a video. I'll, I'll find it for you after we're done. Uh... You gotta get that removed. This cancel culture. Oh, you know, I will lose a job later in life if somebody unearths that shit because it All was, right. it was insane. But anyway, uh, yeah. So check out. I, I don't know though with, with uh, Phil Hunt and Thank also you. Avery Mason. So let's get to another electronic uh, venture here. So Fortnite, the popular video game Fortnite. Uh, I play a lot of video games, but I don't play Fortnite. I know it, it's like a third-person situation, like a some kind of battle royale mm-hmm. thingamajigger. Um, millions upon millions of people play this game. There, there's you know T-shirts and merchandise and stuffed animals and shit that are Fortnite. It's it's huge. It's a it's a part of uh, Generation Y and Z or no Generation Z's culture. That's the one below us. And they did something recently that sparked some outrage. <laughs> they decided to do. An MLK tribute in Fortnite. So, and I, I watched it on YouTube just to see what it was. It, it's a new map they uh, they made for the players to play on called DC sixty three. And in it, you're running around and you're you're playing against the other players in like these uh, you know electronic versions of famous DC monuments. And in the background, the entire time is the full length version of MLK's "I Have a Dream" speech. Mm. <laughs> and it was a, a, a way of, uh, it was a, a co- they did it co with Time Magazine, and they're, they're, the idea behind it was to bring MLK's legacy to a younger generation of people. You know, I'm listening to you tell me this, and I know you're not, you haven't taken any, but it's, it, mm-hmm. listening to you tell me sounds like something somebody who just popped a mushroom would say to me, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I know you, you haven't taken a single one, but he's talking, yeah. I'm listening, this, this can't be the... 
The the idea of someone like <laughs> no, there should be this game, man, and then it should take place in D.C. Right, right, and you're killing people, but then in the background, you just have Martin Luther King giving a speech. Inspirational, like that is the wow. I'm sorry, is that is there more to it? I don't mean. To... Oh no, no, keep keep talking. No, there's always more to these fucking topics. Oh god, but... like whose idea was this? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> that is that was my first reaction too. I was like, somebody said this at a pitch meeting and didn't get fired. <laughs> Like, yeah, how the fuck did that happen? Passed around the ayahuasca first, and hey, everybody take a sip. Now let's brainstorm. Where are we coming <laughs> up with? Simmons, what do you got? Uh, how about Smurfs uh, chomping kids? I know we did that no, two no, months no. ago. Jensen, what do you got? Well, you know, Black History Month's coming up. In um, six months. <laughs> people don't know the monuments. Let's put the monuments in the game <laughs> while they're playing, and to show that we want people to know about MLK, play his speech in the background. While people are getting murdered on screen. <laughs> Damn, that's a good idea. Give this man a raise. You, you, <laughs> I, I like the idea, though. I, am I, like, we have product placement for, like, Pepsi and, like, bullshit. Why don't we have product placement for, like, actual shit that we should know? You know, get the stuff in there. <laughs> you know, what, on TV, video games, get, get some math in there, get history. Uh, math. Of Pepsi. Yeah. Now, I, I will say this. There are a lot of efforts for companies, whether it's music or movies or in this case video games, TV shows especially, to do what I and many people refer to as scoring woke points. And this is a pretty blatant uh, attempt at scoring woke points and possibly a cash grab, but like it, yeah. it, it very much is. It's they're, they're not even being shy about it anymore. They're just like, hey, um, at least some of our programmers kind of know what black people are. <laughs> it, that's, sometimes that's really it. it feels like pandering. I'm a big gamer, and my yeah. one of my favorite games is NBA 2K21. Mm-hmm. So we had a hot summer. There was a lot of social you know, issues, and what they did in the game was oh, they no. put Black Lives Matter on T-shirts. So then you can go to the store in the game, and you get a free Black Lives Matter T-shirt mm-hmm. or like a headband. I think I'm just, and then everything, like with the pride, they put all the shirts in there. It's just like, so you want us to buy the shirt in the game where nobody can see it, but all the people you play with digitally online know you support this thing. It kind of felt like pandering almost to me because I was like, that's not real. I didn't feel like that was real change. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it, well, and it's performative because the yeah. thing is they didn't pass legislation. You know, they didn't, there's no, they didn't help out with, um, you know, reinvesting in black communities or lowering the teen incarceration rate or any of the real issues. But hey, if you're, if you're home and you're, and you're playing this video game, you can show other gamers uh, that you are down with the cause. And so it is kind of a strange thing, uh, I think, but I will say this. So I I wanted to know what it was about. So I sat there and I, I watched somebody on YouTube play it. And here's the thing I realized I'd never actually sat down and listened to the MLK I Have a Dream speech. This is it. This is it. That's what I mean. People might actually YouTube the actual speech. Yeah. Which is quid. It's quite a, it's like a historical thing. It's, it g- draws interest to it. Um, if you've ever watched the speech, it's, it's, an, it's, you know, it's one of the great speeches of all time. And, you know, people like it, it gets people's, it gets eyeballs. Isn't this what the world is about? You have to get eyeballs on shit. And then, then Martin Luther King starts trending. <laughs> then, <laughs> And it, well, it's it was interesting then you can to tweet me at you know you can hashtag I don't know what, what happens anymore but yeah you can hashtag Martin Luther King MLK Fortnite DC sixty three hashtag then the King family can be like hey look we got a shout out on we got on Fortnite and so it brings and up then the, they can sell products we I don't know sell products or in this case sell ideas because <laughs> the thing is it got me thinking are there other um, 
like, you know, it, first of all, the big question is, is this a good place for something like an MLK speech? Mm-hmm. But then when I realized I'd never actually listened to it until I sat there and watched some guy play Fortnite while it was playing in the background, it got me thinking, well, hey, you know what? Maybe this does get some of these ideas into the ears of the of a younger generation. Because mm-hmm. we never, and I don't know how your, your school was, um, like Black History Month in white America... First of all, there's a week off in February in the middle middle of winter, and it's the shortest month. So literally, it's like the two or to two and a half weeks where you watched, uh, you know, a separate but equal and a bunch of other made for TV movies, and that was, and maybe you had to do like one report. But they never. That was, I, that was your school. That was it. I'd <laughs> never actually, and they leave a lot of shit out. I'd never actually watched On Black the, History. The, the only time they talked about Black History is during the month, and then they had you watch a movie. Oh, dude, yep. pretty much. And, by, and, <laughs> and I'm from I'm from a blue state where they kind of pretended to make a big deal out of other parts yeah. of the country. They don't give a fuck about it. And so, mm-hmm. uh, the fact is, are there other things we could shove in to video games to get? younger people to start listening to some of these bigger ideas. And yes, I understand this is potentially dangerous because what if some a-hole decided to put like a, you know, because uh, MLK would be considered... And like the German version, like this had yeah, Hitler's... That's what I mean. That's exactly what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the Ger- in Germany, there's like an uh, old Hitler speech or something. Yeah, some so German program was like, oh yeah? I, I understand well, yeah. the potential danger in it, but I also think it's an interesting concept because it, my, 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 my thing is this, is that how many millions of young kids, white or otherwise, now have listened to the full-length I Have a Dream speech at least once that never would have otherwise. That's true, but it's also very weird because it's like they're not really paying attention. It's kind of like the the background music on uh, Super Mario Brothers, which has won gazillions of awards, but if I asked you to hum a few bars on Mario Brothers, uh, could you do it? Absolutely. That's stage one. Hey, now, what did you about say it's won awards? I had no idea. It like, has. Actual, it's won like... awards. Yeah. Like some of the later versions of Mario Brothers. But wow. I'm trying to think of like Super Mario Brothers 3 and the theme, and I can't. But I remember playing the game. So I was thinking, if kids are playing the game, they're not really listening to that background music. It's just background noise as they go, frag them, frag them, frag them, yeah. Nork, Nork. Like, it's just yelling. I pawned you. I pawned you. Yeah. And, and the irony too is, there's at least a few of the like the 12 year olds on there who are actively yelling the n word during yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kill them all. Kill them all. Whoa. 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 Hey. Whoa. Chad. Hey. Whoa. Hey. Whoa. Hey. Whoa. Hey. Whoa. Hey. Whoa. hey. Yeah, hey. buddy. <laughs> they start trying to not shoot on the, the screen. Yo, not on the DC 63 map, bro. Okay. <laughs> so. I think if they, you know, they kind of keep entertainment with entertainment. Like if they want to educate, you want to do like do like sex education on Fortnite. You know, they're already doing the moves. They just yeah. got to put the, 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 the emojis, whatever thing together and get them in there and teach kids about it. Hey, before <laughs> you do this, that'd be, that'd be better. This is the ultimate if you can't beat them, join them. They're like, yeah. all right, kids, you're not going to yeah. pay attention to school. All right, we're just going to bring school to the kid, to the, to the games. And I, I, yeah. Well, also, too, I was also picturing if you're somebody who is possibly, you know, anti-BLM and you are per- possibly not a fan of Martin Luther King... Uh, some people might consider this to be like indoctrination of ideas because like young yeah. people play the Fortnite, anti- like yeah. single digit, like eight, nine year olds eight, play Fortnite. Yeah, we do have to think of the anti Martin Luther King perspective. You know, these guys, we, we take, have to be fair to them. We take it all into account in the fake outrage report. That's <laughs> <laughs> That's what about the anti Martin Luther King? So, and, and according to the article I read about this, um, there was a lot of discussion about this on what is called black Twitter. Uh, I still don't actually know what that is. And apparently, uh, no one's ever explained it to me. I don't think I'm supposed oh, to know what it is. You know, have you gone and looked at it? 
No, because I don't. I don't think they're gonna let me in. No, 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 no. You, you anybody can see it. It's it's open the world. Just type hashtag Black Twitter on Twitter, and it will come up. And oh, you will see oh, so it's a hashtag. What they okay. talk about? Yeah, just put hashtag Black Twitter. It comes right up. <clears throat> Did Black Twitter weigh in on this? I don't think Black Twitter. I think Black Twitter would really not like this. I get that. Uh, oh sense. no, they they definitely. Yeah, there was a, that was where this a lot of the outrage was from was Black Twitter. Yeah, it's, they're, they're not Black Twitter is not for Martin Luther King being used this way in the video game. You got to pay for. You probably got to pay to download that patch too to even see it, right? Yeah, it's not free. <laughs> What's a does patch? The buddy, does the money? Does the money the go? The, 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 the DC sixty three map. You got to pay yeah. for it. Does any of that money get donated to any like organizations? NAACP? I know it goes to Time Magazine, which is who they they co wrote it with, and Fortnite. That's why. That's why. People but my my other thing was this: was it, it, let's say this does work, and let's say that all of a sudden. You know, there's all these younger people who are like down with the I have a dream speech. Now, are they going to try to insert other types of education to this? Or are they going to try to teach kids math and science? And uh, I say we do that. Yeah. Get uh, yeah. get some chemistry. Get the periodic table somewhere, be, what, somewhere yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think it works for those. I think he's right. He works for that kind of stuff, math. Not so much for speeches. Music, concerts. They did the Travis Scott concert on Fortnite. And I was like... That's exactly what that platform was for because those kids are the ones who go out and, and go out and buy the Travis Scott six piece McNuggets meal, not guys <laughs> like you and me. This Travis Scott Astro World and they go out and buy it and they'll go on Fortnite and they'll pay they paid fifty dollars for the game, but then they'll pay another twenty, thirty bucks to be a part of this concert within this game that they paid for, which is it's my it's like inception. You know, you bought the yeah. game, now I'm gonna pay to see this concert in the game. Not in person. I'm <laughs> I'm going to be playing the game. Buying digital products. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not a fan. I, that's one thing I will say. This is unrelated to the overall topic we're talking about. I really don't like DLC, which is uh, downloadable content in video games that you have to pay extra for. I've done it once or twice, but I, I hate buying a game and having to pay more for the game later on down the line. I'm yeah. I'm old school, I guess, in a sense, where it's like, here's my $50. I'm going to play your game now for as yes. long as I want. There you go. And so, so there is definitely a function of that as well. But as far as the outrage goes on this topic... The MLK in Fortnite. Uh, I understand why people are upset because this is very shameless, mm-hmm. and it's it's very it could be considered exploitative as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, it's like what I said before, Sandeep. With <sighs> millions of people heard this speech. By the way, it's a great speech. Mm-hmm. Unless you've never actually sat down and listened to the speech, it's not that long. It's only like twenty minutes or half an hour. It's a really good speech, and. It actually is funny that they this dude hit hits on things that we're still talking about now, yeah. and, and so I think everyone should Fortnite or otherwise put on the that speech in the background while you're doing whatever else you're doing, whether you're fixing your car or going jogging or cleaning your kitchen or working out, whatever you're doing, taking a drive, yeah, turn it on. do that. But the thing is, this got millions of people to listen, so I, I really I get why people are mad, but. I'm compelled to go fake outrage in this one just because I think it it's worth it to bring something like this to the cultural forefront where it normally wouldn't be. Um, I, I'm I, I don't know, I, I, Avery. What do you think of this? Because obviously your opinion kind of counts more than mine. Um, I mean, I will I I will agree with you, but for a different reason. I think mm-hmm. people have other things to worry about. <laughs> yeah, like the 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 the, uh, the 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 level the age that people who are playing this game are like. Young, I don't know anybody my age or age who's playing no, the game. No, but I think when people find out about things they didn't know about, like, hey, 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 that shouldn't be like that. Are you gonna go check it out? Uh, yeah, 
man, I'm going to go watch American Idol on the Fox. <laughs> you know? I feel like the person who pitched this game, though, after he got his money, all I just hear him saying is, giggity, giggity, I got another one. Like, yeah. I don't... I, it's, this, yeah, this the cash real... grab part, I agree with you. It is it is very shameless. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, it'll be gone. It'll be like two weeks and people won't even remember this yeah. happened. You know what, what you, I'm saying? What do you think, Sandeep? I'm not really that torn. I, I think it's a great idea. I think a lot of people... I mean, either people won't pay attention to it when then they weren't going to know this speech wasn't going to be yeah. on the radar anyway. But people will kind of hear of it. And I think they'll. I think they'll. I think you'll get more people watching the actual speech. And I feel like people just like to get outraged if it's like a, if it's like yeah. deep, if it's a deep like kind of issue like this, then they just really are just wanting to wanting to tweet about it no matter what. And I I don't see the harm. I don't think it cheapens it. I think it's putting it in front of a lot of a generation of of a lot of kids. Um, yeah. And why, you know, instead of just, instead of just bullshit in the background of games, why not have stuff that like is part of now, like the tapestry of history and, um, and like something that connects you as a gamer to like, to something that your, your parents can talk about, you know, for all the generations that can like relate to this now. Yeah. And the thing is too, having it in the background in a video game, because I'll be honest, when I play video games, 90% of the time I have the sound off and I'm listening to something else in the background, yep. whether it's a podcast or a sports or something. Same. So, again, I, I don't think this is the worst idea in the world. I understand that it's fucking weird at first glance. Um, but, yeah, I just I, I can't get that upset about it because it, like, for everything you just said, Soundeep, you know? It, like it's, if it's, they were donating the money from the downloads and the sales, so they, I'd be like, all right, cool, I get it. But if, if it's just another way to get people to play Fortnite or to tune in, <laughs> you know... Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, so that that's an interesting topic. So fake outrage, kinda, I guess, is the uh, it's, it's one of those mer topics on here we get every now and then. Uh, but we're gonna move along from. I have a question. Yes. Uh, do your listeners know that Sandeep, you have a cat? I think he makes the podcast. Oh every yeah, once Bandit in a while. makes the oftentimes Bandit, makes the because Bandit is all up in Sandeep's face. I'm like eyeball up, like yo, did you not feed Bandit? <laughs> He's in your face, like yo, you, you, I'm sitting right here. You got to feed I, me. I think Bandit's not very happy about the Martin Luther King. Yes, he, <laughs> yeah. He's like, all right, come on, man. Bandit, this is all in the face. Cats know nothing about personal space. Yeah, Bandit's big on Black Twitter. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Sonny, what's what's your topic this week? Our next story is local. Comes to us right here from Brooklyn. Hey. Oh hell yeah, the borough where all people right. are outraged at borough president and elected officials after they announced. That they would turn a sacred African American African American burial ground mm-hmm. into affordable housing. It's this twenty nine thousand uh, square foot area of unkempt grass, in which uh, uh, yeah, which was a burial ground, and they want to turn it into affordable housing. Um, the New York City Department of, of Housing Preservation and Development said Flatbush residents have expressed a need for affordable housing and a desire to memorialize the site's special connection. To historical fat bush burial ground for enslaved and formerly enslaved people of African ancestry. We're committed to a comprehensive community engagement process to accomplish both goals. Okay. Uh, and then, but but the some uh, I, I forgot Deborah Robinson, someone Robinson. Oh, sorry, not Nzinga Robinson did not like the idea, and uh, she. Plans to meet at the burial site every Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. to inform the community about the history behind the plot and uh, hopes of turning it into a memorial for people buried inside. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, I, I think they should have a they should build another project, uh, affordable housing, on top of an Indian burial ground and have a haunted off. 
Just have who can have the most haunted affordable housing. <laughs> you open your closet and someone's like, try on the blue one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so people are mad that they're going to be uh, re, well, not rezoning, but repurposing the land for yeah. affordable ha- This is a very New York topic. Almost definitely, because the thing with New York, if those of you who don't spend time here or never you know, been here, or never lived here, this city, every square fucking inch of this city, every every cubic inch of this city, vertically and horizontally, is usually used for something. Uh, and if something sits vacant, uh, I know it's a burial ground, but if it sits without like a day-to-day purpose for long enough, usually somebody buys it and turns it into either luxury condos or a bar or whatever the hell. Uh, and this is just an example of that. And now I am not a native New Yorker, nor am I an African American. So I don't really, again, this is one of those ones where I feel like my opinion shouldn't matter all that much. Like, what, what was your first, uh, you, Avery, you have to speak for all black people now. All right. Ready? I'm ready. Okay. What do you, what, now what was your, at first glance? What, what I mean, what do you think I, this? I'll be honest. I didn't know there was, I knew there was an African burial ground in mm-hmm. lower Manhattan. I knew about that one. I didn't know about the one in Brooklyn. Um, and I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna go on a limb here and say there's probably not a lot of people in Brooklyn who know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, uh, I think they should probably do something to like maybe preserve like the legacy of it because we have enough fucking housing in New York is and tons of city bikes, but what we don't have a lot of <laughs> right is you know hist- history places people can go see and like oh. You, you're told you come in. Okay, look, this is an African burial ground. Hundreds of unidentified Africans are buried here. You can look at it. You can see it. Also, maybe there's a way they can preserve it. If there's a way they can preserve it mm-hmm. and maybe build a museum around then build whatever they're trying to build, then yeah, I've, I'd be okay with it. That was yeah. my next question. Was because Again, this is a topic that I really... I know this is going to be touchy for a lot of people. Like, Is there a tasteful way to do this? Where maybe like the ground level is like a very themed, almost like a museum, and yeah. then they, they really do honor it. And then, you know, there's housing upstairs, whatever the case may be. I don't I don't know if that would be acceptable to some people or offensive. I really don't. I, I think that's probably the best way to do it. You make a museum, yeah. you build it around where the, the plot is, and mm-hmm. you build maybe, if you're still wanting to build this, whatever you're building, you build it behind mm-hmm. it or around it. I mean, but I just, as if they're not intending to preserve it, or even, if all the... Uh, gonna do is build the building and name it, uh, you know, Kwame and you know, <laughs> save it. You're right. That doesn't. That don't help nobody. You know. You get what I'm saying? Like they'll just. All right. Well, who's one of the people in the top that we can identify? Name the building after him. That no, that's not good enough. You no, know, because because that that would be shitting on the legacy. Because because if it's a burial ground, it's not just for one dude. It's usually for yeah, it's dozens, not hundreds, of not thousands yeah. of people. Yeah. So they would have to do almost like they did with um, the 9/11 memorial, where right. give us like a huge plaque in the lobby that has all the names on it. Yeah. And you know, uh, uh, so maybe some African flags. There you go. Just, just make uh, again, sure you. you this address, might still be offensive. I don't know. No, nah, address the address the culture. Make sure people know what the history of what was there, and then everyone's happy. But it, yeah, I feel like nowadays, especially because of social media, everybody's like it's black versus white. Either you on my side, or you on their side. Yeah. And it's just like there is a middle ground. There's not always got to be like. Yo, man, come on. If you're not for the burial ground, you're against the burial ground. I'm for affordable housing. Yeah. Right? And a nice view, like what Sam Deep has here. But unfortunately, <laughs> we're running out of space. So now, yeah, we do have to go to the haunted burial ground. Yeah. That's the ancestors. <laughs> you know what they should do? And this would be cool is that you have, to, you have to prove that you have some type of African ancestry to be able to apply to live there. Like, mm. fuck you. Keep it in the family. 
You know, that kind of thing. I, hey, I'm just spitballing here. Oh, that would piss a lot of people off. Gonna be, it, you know what, though? It, it would, <laughs> this, the, the, this person who's showing up at 530 on Wednesday, she would at least think about it. She might still be against it. She'd be like, all right, you know what? <laughs> They're at least trying to keep it in-house. Yeah, that's not bad. Or, you, you know, maybe yeah. you offer discounts to maybe people, you know, from African heritage or ancestry. I don't oh, know. oh, yeah. Or, I don't, a, know, apple, I don't know. How, I, I used to work at a place where if you could prove that you're, um, if you have Native American ancestry, you actually get priority interviews and shit. Right. So maybe get, give priority uh, uh, housing bookings or, or leases to folks if they can prove that they're, you know, three generations back there from Ghana or Zimbabwe or something. I don't know. I, I really. Yeah, I mean, this is where I have an unpopular opinion. I'm against okay. all burial grounds and cemeteries. I'm tired of all this land being <laughs> going to dead, and they don't even pay rent. They have to pay. They get to live rent free <laughs> in some fucking land forever. How are we agreeing to this? You guys know that cemetery in like um, Prospect Park area? Mm-hmm. You know, it's huge. I, we can we need that land. I'm tired of these dead people fucking taking up land. I don't I don't know why we have cemeteries. Like what? Do you have to go somewhere? The person's not there. I, I don't know what their their spirit is gone. They're why are we going to some place? It's a symbolism, Sandeep. It's a symbolism. Yeah, you can like, go and you can reflect this... on the life and times of these people. Yeah, but don't you want to keep them with? If you're gonna fine, if you're gonna like, if you want to respect your dead elders, why don't you keep them with you in the home? So you're like, mm. some people should, do. Shouldn't they want to be with you? Yeah, keep them there. Why are we? Why are you taking up some space? And it costs tax cemetery. dollars. We got to pay somebody to go and mow the grass and uh, all that stuff too. It's a huge cost. They don't have to. They don't. They don't have to own the land like that. I, there's mm. something. I actually, we agree need that land. You. I want that affordable housing. We need so much affordable housing. Take out that cemetery in Prospect. No, is this, is this a bit? Or do, you, or do you actually think that? Because I, I, I don't. No, I, I don't. I, every time I pass a cemetery, I'm like, this. <laughs> fight, this is fucking bullshit. What kind of use of this is this for? This land. I used to drive by and see a bunch of stones for dead people. <laughs> I actually partially agree with him because I'm like, when okay. I go, I I want to I want to be cremated. I don't want like, oh, I'm yeah. like, who's coming to yeah, see me, me in 30 years? Like 30 years from now or 40, whatever. I go, they're like, oh god, look, yo, Avery Mason was here, man. Remember that guy from Power? The show from like 50 years ago, the rapper did it. <laughs> look, we'll we'll go to the library no, him, and rent like the One videos. of the guys on the show, yeah. one the, not like, 50 Cent. I don't yeah. think anyone's gonna care. Like a monument, <laughs> to, like no one's. I saw like cream. Throw me in the burner and just some ashes. Right, and your family remembers you. They can remember you from home, but they have to now. We have, no, you have to go to this random ass plot of land that has nothing to do with Avery Mason, and then remember Avery Mason. <laughs> you know, Avery that's Mason, a good question. Yeah. When when did the whole like cemetery thing? Like, what culture started that? It's yo, it's you fucking people. It's white people. <laughs> <laughs> in India, they don't do any of this shit. We, uh, we they burn, the, they cremate the people. Uh, in, they in India, they cremate it and yeah. they bring it out to the fields and they let it fertilize the new crops or whatever. I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know, know what uh, fucking white people came up with crypts and burial ground, and then and then these places haunt like they they haunt houses now. Like nah, that's that's because no one's getting cremated. They're haunting these houses. <laughs> they have nothing better to do. It's like why the fuck you am I here in this uh, in this ground? And then and then they start the... cursing people and appearing and row and. <laughs> These weird images that you can see through at night. Think, think about the exorcism turning industry. on the water and shit. I mean, this is Wait, what they're. This I have is what an they idea. do. Huh? What if I think that burying stuff started when with the Black Death, when that plague was going around, and they were like trying to figure out how can they get rid of these bodies? They're like, yo, just put them in the ground, and right. Why couldn't they just Maybe burn them still? They had wakes in my culture. You know, way yeah, they never did wakes. That's like a that's a very European thing where they would they didn't know if the person was dead or not, so. You'd, they'd sit him in the living room in a coffin, and everybody sit there for like an hour or two, just waiting to see if they got up, make sure he was really dead. Wow! <laughs> you know? Like, but I think that comes from that. You know, they couldn't burn him, so yo, put him in the ground, just so he don't affect nobody else, right, Bandit? Yeah. 
yeah. Uh, this is um. It's I'm I I'm not sure. This. This is, hold on a second. I'm not a history expert. I, by any means. I don't I know. Wanna, I should have said that before. See, they I should put the that whole... in the background of Fortnite. The real, the real reason. <laughs> See, this is other shit that they put there. <laughs> uh, as far as the outrage goes in this one, um, I'm kind of with the lady who, because you know, look, we need a for we need more housing in New York because rent is too damn high. As what's his name, Mister McMillan once said, rent is too damn high. Um, look, I, I'm not against repurposing these types of things. However, I, I, I do want to see it done very tastefully. And I do want to see whatever real estate company got this contract to do this, to go out of their way. Like, this is something that I actually would like to see, uh, whoever's building this go out of their way to score their woke points. Cause I feel like it's the right thing to do in this scenario and it wouldn't actually just be pandering. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? I agree. Um, you know, they got to get their woke points. They got to show people that they really serious about helping the community. Because if you come in there mm-hmm. and you just build a building and you call it the Trump Center for African-American History, <laughs> they will come and burn it down to the ground. It wouldn't even be up a week. <laughs> It'd take five months to build it, only one day to burn that it That would be one, one of the worst names for... It uh, would, like- wouldn't it? <laughs> My African-American Trump <laughs> Friend Center. Um yeah, if you're gonna you're gonna build a building, you know we know New York we're running out of space, so you got to do it tastefully. I work with the community, work with them, and let's find that middle ground. But I, I think there's like they did the Jackie Robinson rotunda uh, for all my Mets fans. They yeah, you know they, they put City Field around it, and they have a nice rotunda with his accomplishments as a statue of him. So it's tasteful. And he done. never even played for the Mets. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. He, yeah, and he was he played at Ebbets Field, which was in Brooklyn, which now stands a apartment complex yeah. that you can't afford to live in. So let's not let another Ebbets Field happen, okay? That's yeah, what I'm to they say. did go out of their way to make City Field look like the old Ebbets Field, though. It, it, it's it's it really did. did a great. For those of you who don't watch sports, you won't care about that. But anyways, uh, so I'll go I'll go legit outrage in this one. Barely uh, sand deep overall. Are you are you? I take well, it you're I'm against all barrel grounds. Mm-hmm. Okay, we, we so legit versus fake. So I, I guess you're the your your black vote is the deciding vote here, uh, uh, Avery. What you... I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say this is real outrage. Okay, People don't disrespect. They want to be protected, and you can build yeah. around it. There's ways. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I agree with you. There are ways to do it tastefully, and we hope they do. Um, now we get to the part of the show where we get to the end. We like to ask our guests at the end. Avery Mason, yes. is there anything that you are currently outraged about that you want to let some steam off on? Oh, man. Uh, there's so many things that piss me off. <laughs> uh, short people upset me. Guys with great hair and hairlines upset me. <laughs> do I have to Do I have to go into reasons or I can just, like, you remember those videos? I think these are self-explanatory. I, uh, well, no, well, why, wait, why short people? Yeah, that's like, fucking hilarious. Because get the fuck out my way. That's <laughs> why. I'm trying to walk. Move. For the record. <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're oh, oh, what, what are you, like 6'2 or 6'3? Six, six, four, six, yeah, four. you're short. Now you feel self-conscious. Yeah. <laughs> get out of my way. You're walking too slow. So you, does that extend to children or just short adults? I give children a pass because it's not their fault they're short. They were just born that way. But people who reach maximum height of maybe five foot two get it's out totally of their way. fault. Yeah, the adults yeah. who are short. So Avery, Avery's against the the dwarf community. Yeah, I, yeah, I hope yeah. that's the right word in twenty twenty one. Please don't cancel oh, me. Oh, that pisses me off too. They're taking away some of our best words. Like re- retarded was a great word because I never called anybody I with still mental say that health sometimes. issues retarded at all. The only people I call retarded were like when my dad would come home late and give us some dumb excuse he got lost. Like, you sound retarded, dad. Are you, you know, like. Yeah, it's it, like, dad, we wanted the 10 piece nuggets, not exactly. the uh, McChicken. The, the guy who cuts me off in traffic, I roll my window down. Hey, hey, you know, you retarded, right, brother? Like, they yeah. took away that word. There's a, there's a lot of words they've been taken away, and there's always the one. Oh, I've had many arguments on the show. The F word. 
Okay. What, what F word? The one that. Oh, F L O Frank Apple Gary. Yes, that one. That the thing is that word to me. Oh, where yeah. I come from, that that is a polite greeting. Like my closest, dearest you, friends I've known for the longest. I'm from about an hour outside Boston. Hour outside where Boston, th- yeah. you say, "Yo, what's up?" Like that's what you say to somebody when you greet them. It has nothing to do with with hatred of any type of sexual orientation. But like, so it's, it's like that word got taken away. Retarded got taken away. Um, yeah, you can't, say, words, you can't so, say midget. I just don't midget. Understand. So like I, I said dwarf just now. I don't know. I was told 10, 15 years ago that was the updated one. That that one might got yeah. might have already gotten taken away. And no one told me, and so now I'm anti the short people community. Like it, oh, it, they need to stop just making shit up when it comes to words. But that's that's my outrage. But yeah, back, back to your thing. Yeah. So yeah, those things get out of my way. You walking too slow. Um, <laughs> what a specific and weird outrage. People. Well, and this is going to piss off a great middle section of your listeners in the Midwest, but people who say long story short, because it's never, it's never short. It's always long story short, right? So I went down to the street and then I went up the block and around the corner. And then there she was with her so-and-so. But like, look, long story short, yeah, I'm like, yeah, you, you yeah, can't yeah. say that more than once. Yeah, yeah. They tried, they peppered in multiple times. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's like long right. the story by saying long story short. Long story right. short, it's kind of like saying like, I'm not racist, but like, you know, the next thing is going to be the opposite of what they just tried to set it up with. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, long story short, do you have 20 minutes to hear about this? Yeah. You know, I'm not racist, but fuck those burial ground or, you know, whatever the, whatever the case may be. I think I saved my best one for last. I have a bunch of things. I don't want to keep you guys here all oh, day. Oh, no, no. I, I could I could hear but about a good one more. Yeah. People people who are divisive about things that don't need to be divisive about, like, oh, you you have a, you have an iPhone, you fucking loser. You don't have an Android. <laughs> I only I don't I only mess with people who got Androids. I can't play. like it's, it's it's a phone that you both spent six hundred dollars on. You're arguing over which one is better. Yeah. And most of the chips are made in the same factory. Yeah. They both send dick pics. OK, there you go. That's that, that. That's what it's for. I think. I don't know. That, that, no, that, those were all good outrages. I like yeah. how how he came in here and rapid fired him because some people come in here and they have like one specific thing they're stewing about. I got a lot. Everybody's like, no, no, no. Here's like twelve things I'm mad about. Fuck everybody. Like, yeah, if you just turn on the mic and say what pisses <laughs> you off, I'd I'd have been here for a while. A lot of things piss me off, man. You know what I'm saying? Like dogs who walk around sniffing people's crotches. I know that's how they communicate, but you can you know I'm not a dog when you're sniffing my crotch and you just like, I'm trying to figure this out. Like, what is this? <laughs> what you got in there? Like you know what it is. Move your yeah. nose. Now I would <laughs> almost take that as a compliment, wouldn't you? That like your 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 crotch smells like something delightful enough nah, to get closer man. to it. If it's if no, a dog I feel like that means the dog it's smelly. It has thank some you. Sort the of dog tried to figure out like I want to walk through a lot of crotches today and this one smells a lot different. Like, what is that? <laughs> I never smelled that before. <laughs> I guess I, I what do you have for lunch? Is that asparagus? Like what well, yeah. trying to get there and figure it out. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so dog smelling crotches and short people. Yeah. Okay. That's a good place to end. Uh, I, I like all those outrages. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, you can email us and tell us about your crotch at thefakeoutrageaport at gmail.com. If you have 30 seconds of your life, pretty please give us that iTunes five stars. It does help out. I know it sounds silly, but it does definitely help us out. We love seeing that. Uh, I'm uh, over on the uh, the grams and the tweets. That It's just Phil Causey now. It's not, it's not fucking Phil anymore. I'm trying to be professional. Because of outside of comedy Very classy. Yes, yeah, Sandeep Sen comic. You can find him on there. It's Sandeep spelled like deep water. Sandeep Sen comic. And you can, of course, get Avery Mason online at... Avery Mason Official on Instagram, the Avery Mason on Twitter, AveryMasonOfficial.com. Definitely a good follow. Very interactive on there. But before we go... I answer all DMs. As always. <laughs> Sandeep Sen. <said. laughs>
Any parting thoughts? I figured out this. I've solved cemeteries. Just take okay. the tombstones and put them virtually in the backgrounds of video games. And then, then now we can use all that land. And you know, you could actually, if you could pay for uh, to get your relative's name in, in a video game, people yeah, there would you go. You don't, have, you don't have to buy that expensive I would burial that. plot. And and they live on forever in the cloud. That's right. My grandma's gonna be part of DLC coming next month. And don't you want your loved ones in the cloud? That's where heaven is, you know, as opposed to in the yeah, cloud. Yeah, there we go. A little, little, little wordplay to end us off on. Huh?